Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we're going to talk to Mark Amicone, general manager of the Salt Lake Bees here momentarily, Gordon. And uh, interested, uh, we, we've obviously followed along a lot with the NBA and the Utah Jazz and how they're reacting to this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the world of baseball is reacting to everything going on. Yeah, because uh, obviously opening day would have been, what, last week? And uh, opening day in baseball, of all the starts of a season, every beginning of a season is is sort of hopeful, optimistic, but baseball especially so traditionally. Wouldn't you think that as a former baseball player yourself, I imagine you buy into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely do. You know, there's kind of that, that good feel about it. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And we're missing that for sure. We are missing it. And I remember one year – for the bees, uh, uh, my dad. I back then they were the buzz, I guess. But uh, I took my dad to one of those games, and we sat there. And at that point, my dad was a little farther along in his age. And uh, I tell you, I cherish that moment. It was it was so cool to be at the ballpark on opening opening day with my dad. That brought back all kinds of really good memories. All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. He's the general manager of the Salt Lake Bees. He's our friend Mark Ambacone with us here on the Big Show. Mark, uh, thank you very much for a few minutes. Hope you and your, uh, yours are, are healthy and doing well. Yeah, you too, Jake Gordon. Uh, good to be with you right now. Hey, I'll, I'll just kind of ask it this way. How is the world of baseball handling this unique and uh, difficult situation? Well, you know, probably as much as uh, everybody else, it's, it's very, uh, it is very unique, and it's a, a place we've not ever been before. So, um, you know, we're Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball, or and, and, and both of us as an organization are very hopeful that you know 2020 season will start as soon as possible. But uh, you know, we're we're taking the directives and guidelines and and everything from the public health officials and um you know hopefully we'll start soon one of the one of the great things about uh, uh baseball in general and I'll I'll uh even be more specific and say minor league baseball is you know over over time i mean going back to world war 2 which gordon you might have been around i was not around in world war 2 but the stories are here you know it, minor league baseball is a great place for people to kind of come and heal and get people back together and um you know it's it's you're outside you're together it's a a fun game and and that sort of stuff so so we're hoping to play that role again very soon how would you feel mark about the season starting later let's just arbitrarily pick a date let's say uh the end of june or something like that would you would you be enthusiastic about uh, having baseball in any form oh absolutely Absolutely. Like I said, I think it would be a uh, – especially if, you know, all the restrictions are, are, are good to go with public gatherings and, and people being able to be together, it would be, it'd be a great thing. And, and you know, we've, we've talked a little bit, and nobody really knows the uh, parameters, but would we – 
at our level, would we lengthen the season or would we pick up where we where where it would start? And you know, there's some questions to be answered there. But any time we can start this summer would be outstanding. What do you think the the ramp up would look like for you guys for Major League Baseball? How long? You know, obviously we don't know for sure, but how long do you think a, a ramp up would take to where we could have games and players would be in shape and not in danger of getting hurt? Well, fortunately for us, you know, at our level, I mean, we, we, we're starting to get the ballpark ready and some of those kind of things anyway. So we're, we're, we'd be pretty quick just being ready to play games and things. But as far as the players and what Major League Baseball would have to do, um, everything I've, I've heard on different interviews with different folks around uh, Major League camps and things is, is they'd probably need a minimum of three weeks of camp to – uh, get things going. I would also expect that they would expand the rosters because, uh, depending again on how long the delay is, the major league uh, officials have talked about trying to play as many games as they can and maybe doing more double headers and things. So, if that's the case, you would have to have uh, more pitchers on your roster so they could deal with double headers and that sort of thing. And you know, and I think that our although the true the AAA level would play a major role in them trying to play more games so because they would you know need our our players up and down and then be able to get there so uh, you know i could see them maybe saying we're we're going to expand their rosters and we're going to maybe expand length of our season to accommodate having players ready to to be at the major league level which you know that's one of the unique things about us in salt lake and the triple a level is you know there's so many players up and down and and in in need of you know being good enough to fill in right now today tomorrow whenever they're they're called on so i've been out to the ballpark many times i know jake has been out there uh a lot and austin almost got killed by a hawk there once right? it was it was an eagle an eagle. Oh, an eagle. it grew. It was very big. Very big. It, it was. Uh, do you want to play that for Mark? Uh, <laughs> okay, Austin? Uh, that, that, that's, that's actually pretty funny. I it was one of the that. great honors of my life. Honestly, it was. I got to sing the anthem out there, Mark, on Memorial Day. Oh, and that's right. When we, when we had the eagle. We had the eagle. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that has anything to do with your voice or the sound. Ah. Yeah, when when <laughs> that eagle gets a little surprised, uh, uh, he can he well, can throw his voice. He can yeah. We watch. He can We're throw his so voice. Gallantly the point in by bringing that up is we all we all have enjoyed ourselves out there, but if you were to talk to someone in our listenership who has never been out there to to a bees baseball game what what makes it unique what makes it uh, so uh, the word i like to use is com- comfortable comforting well you know so many things here and I, again I, you kind of go back to the game itself and at our level the game itself is from a perspective may not be as paramount as you know if we're rooting for our angels to get to the playoffs or in the world series sort of thing it's everything else you you get to come uh to the ballpark and you know we all say we have the and very well established around the country that we have the greatest view in baseball and you get to sit there and relax and look at that view and i, I say relax I, I mean that's to me one of the uh, great things as a fan or a spectator of a professional baseball game is the fact that 
maybe some people don't like it being a little bit slower paced, but that's one of the nice things is you can sit there and be social with, with you know, right now we're socially distant. So when you get back to where you can be social with with uh, whoever comes the game with you, you can chat. You don't have to worry if you missed a pitch. Um, you're not on the edge of your seat every second, which is, again, you have that opportunity as well, depending on what's going on with the game. But you can relax and enjoy your friends, your family, whoever with and you know no by the way one of the things we like to say at, at the ballpark is you know we think we have one of the best restaurants in salt lake as well you're outdoors you get a lot of options great food and and then unique things about us and this i, I remember when we first got involved it was kind of like oh wow really is that something and you know we have that little train that the kids ride on around the yep. the outfield berm and it is a cool thing it's a unique i go around the country and people uh, you know, uh, staff members and officials from other other teams around the league and around the country, they know about that little train. And and the kids love it. And, you know, it's it's a comfortable place. It's a safe place. I mean, we like to use the the term clean, safe, and fun. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really what the ballpark is all about. And, oh, by the way, it's great. It is great baseball. It's it's the very best baseball players that are not playing in Major League Baseball are on our ballpark every night. You know, talking about that, Mark, and Mark Amicone, uh, general manager of the Bees with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. One of my favorite parts of Bees games is, of course, the ballpark itself. And I actually, as I was at a game last year, I was having this discussion with a friend of mine. It's amazing how well that ballpark has uh, held up from a standpoint of it's still beautiful. It's in incredible shape. Why do you think that is? Why has that ballpark been able to, I guess, not go out of date or go out of fashion? Well, you know, one of the it's very traditional, very classic um, kind of a, a style. Um, but you know, we we have a, a tremendous partnership with Salt Lake City, and between our staff, you know, maintaining the ballpark, and and you guys have heard the the stories and the, and how we feel about how well um, the uh, the Smart Home Arena is and what kind of shape it's in. You know, we're within a year of those two being built. And our staff maintains both of those facilities and does an unbelievably good job. Uh, but Salt Lake City has been very uh, helpful uh, with us and partnered well. And you know, we need this done or we need that done. And you know, we maintain. I mean, we you know, we have a guy on our staff that that um, does a power washer every day, every day when the season's going, and 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 we kind of have an internal uh, tongue-in-cheek move about oh, oh there's a leak coming down when you walk in the basement tunnel well he, he must be up there with the power washer and you know it's 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 now 26 years old so that's not young for uh, facilities of you know with that many people coming through and, and an outdoor facility especially uh i've done a few uh, upgrades here and there and and but i think the, the big thing is is our group and the and the city together we've we've been able to take very good care of it and you know unfortunately again that view those mountains aren't going anywhere and and so it's it's really really a classic ballpark so mark if you were had to be stuck on a small desert island somewhere and with just you and uh, these are your choices uh steve clowkey or tony parks 
Who would you, who would you pick? <laughs> Holy smokes! Can I can I throw my wife in there and make it <laughs> as it should be? I'd, I'd much rather be stuck with her than either one of those two. And I'll, I'll leave it at that because they both they both know how I feel about them, and they they both also know how I feel about her. Uh, that, I think that's a good answer. Uh, yeah. That's more than acceptable. Enough, I think enough that's a, said, uh, yeah. That is a good answer. Uh, well, Mark, hey, we want But the answer is really Steve. Right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, we want to say, hey, thank you so much for jumping on hey, with us. Hey, and- can, I, can I interrupt? Sure. Before you, before you let him go, uh, Jake, if you, if you were to go back through memory, think of like uh, one or two highlights that have happened at that ballpark. Uh, Mark, wh- which ones would you pick? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. In fact, it, I'm glad you said that because I was neglectful at, you know, opening, opening for the next week and we're going to start playing, uh, you know, with classic bees games on our, on our Facebook page that you can get to on the website of, of bees games that are, that are people's favorites and some of those kind of things. And, um, it is, and, and asking, we're going to ask our fans to send in favor of memories as well. But you know, me from a baseball standpoint, um, probably the game itself that jumps out out at me more than any is on. I don't know the year, but it was a Fourth of July game, and um, and Cole Calhoun, who who you know was a Gold Glove star with the Angels for a while, and just got. Uh, signed by the Diamondbacks this year, uh, hit a walk-off grand slam uh, in the. Uh, it might have been the tenth, but ninth or tenth inning, a walk-off grand slam on the Fourth of July, and 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 he got called up, and about a month later he did the same thing. Well, I don't think it was a grand slam again, but he had another walk-off home run, and you know that that kind of uh, memory. And then you know the other, which is not so much about a game itself, but. Um, in in 2000, 2009, the year, you know, and this goes back, and ironically, it's when we had the swine flu uh, H1N1 situation, and we were playing a home game on the 24th of July against um, Portland, and Portland was in Reno, and got a call the morning of the game and found out they had some players test positive for swine flu, so they couldn't leave. And so our four, our 24th of July game was was not going to happen. And, you know, we ended up all day trying to figure out what to do because the game was already sold out and big fireworks show, a lot of people excited with what was going on. And we ended up eventually having uh, two local college prep teams uh, come. They happened to be in town playing in a tournament and, and they, we got them to come and play in a game and uh, had a home run derby and, 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 what was really, really exciting now then because people knew who he was even then and, and happened, but who happened to be on one of those college prep teams and won the home der- home run derby against our players was Bryce Harper. Uh, oh wow! You know, so that's kind of a you know that kind of jumps out at you um, as, as you know we had a, a, a crazy. Uh, thinking a disastrous kind of situation turned into really unbelievable. But, you know, from a game standpoint, I remember, you know, um, that with Cole. And I also remember the the, the year uh, when Jared Weaver, the year that he finally went up and became a uh, in the starting rotation and a really star with the Angels. And he was with us and was 
really, really good, and and it was pretty obvious he was going to be there, and 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 that was fun. I mean, obviously everybody thinks about Mike Trout and some of those things, but right now, I mean, last year the way the World Series went, a heck of a fun time watching Howie Kendrick. You know, Howie Kendrick was one of our stalwarts for two or three years and, uh, you know, was unbelievable during the playoffs for the Nationals last year. So uh, lots of fun memories, not maybe specifically even about a game, but, you know, about the players and about the fun and about the, you know, the, the, to me it's just a great thing about being at Smith's Ballpark and, and having a, a great time around a, a Bees game and an event. Mark, you never heard anybody banging on trash can uh, over there, have you? We, you know, we have plastic trash cans. <laughs> Not an issue. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, leave it at that. Uh, Mark, thank you very much for jumping on with us. And, and, hey, do us some favor. Stay in touch with the show. And as we have developments and news coming out of the world of the bees, we want to uh, let our listeners know as soon as we can. You got it. Everybody stay safe. And, uh, you know, we look forward to being back there uh, hopefully soon. Later. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate you. You stay safe as well. That's Mark Amicone, general manager of the Salt Lake Bees, as we're all just kind of trying to, to figure out what's possible in what amount of time, and, and Mark, uh, no different. A young Bryce Harper, huh? Yeah, a young Bryce Harper hitting home runs, hitting dingers over there at Smith's Ballpark, or as I once called it, Smith's Mobile ball, Ballpark. For the good old Dave Jones at the time, right? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so lucky he only managed the club for one year. That segment's next, by the way. Oh, what yeah, happened? we've got a daily drops. We've got to pick what, something. What happened to him? Where'd uh, he go? Uh, I don't know. And frankly, don't really want to know. <laughs> Who, Bryce Harper or Davey Jones? Our boy Davey Anderson. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. See, there you go. I want to remind you about our friends at RGS Exteriors. They will improve the curb appeal for your house with James Hardy Brickstone and Stucco Exteriors, along with Soffit Fascia Rain Gutters. Check them out at rgsutahsiding.com. Coming up next, Gordon, are drops of the day. I don't know what I'm going to do today. Should I get back in hands today? Because You can if you want. That was uh, that, that did make me angry. But I, I feel like, is, is Gus too far? We'll we'll discuss in the break. We'll uh, we'll get to it coming up next. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. When I wake up, well I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk. Big show. It's time for drops of the day here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Cypress Credit Union. Visit uh, with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or cypresscu.com for details. Uh, who wants to go first today? Uh, we all get before, to... before we do, should I be embarrassed that I like this song? Uh, no, I think well, a lot of people. a great song. I think a lot of people yeah, like I love that, that song, song. Right? I really do like it. Yeah. I, I take offense to that question, seeing as I picked the band of the day. Yeah, seriously. No, I know, I know. I really like that song. Now, what, what, what are we talking about there? Are we talk about 1994 or so, 95? 
I have no clue. Uh, to be that honest. would be uh, the, the I'm going to be 500 miles, 1987. Older oh, than that there, Gordo. Yeah, it goes, wow. back a, goes back a minute. Wow, really going back. All right, time for Drops of the Day, where all three of us get to select one bit or drop to play uh, for fun. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll go first. So I let Hans pick mine yesterday, and he picked an unfortunate moment that uh, that made fun of me. I, I thought about doing Gus today, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that direction. I'm gonna dig a little deeper, and especially because I was involved in this particular moment. But how about the time that Hans called uh, uh, Yogi Roth, Mike Yam? I love it. The Pac-12 Network's going to run with a few of these things. Mike Yam on with us. So, Mike Yogi Roth. Yogi, Yogi Roth. Roth there, Ch- I, would, I love that, though. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Yogi Roth on with us. <laughs> and he's obviously sitting right there with us. So, mm, awkward. Ooh. And you know who don't look alike in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> Yogi Roth and Mike Yam. <laughs> Don't re- resemble each other at all. Now, Hans says that he saw Mike Yam, like, down Radio Row a ways. But I was there, and I'll tell you what, I did not see Mike Yam. Did he have the right angle to uh, to have seen Mike Yam I don't, there? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. But a lot of boots in the way. Very different people, Mike Yam and Was and it Yogi, Yogi who met his wife on an airplane? How on earth would I know that? I thought you might know. How did Mike Yam meet his wife? What I, th- I, I didn't I, know either I just, were married. I I thought. <laughs> what about what about? Uh, what, I don't maybe, care either. What's the dating status of of Lincoln Kennedy? I mean, what, what, how would I know how Yogi Roth met his wife? <laughs> I thought I saw a thing where he was. He said, "If I'm not mix, mixing him up with Mike Yam or anybody else, I thought he, I thought he he sent out a picture of." Of, uh, he got wife. married last summer in Bali, did Yogi Roth. I know that. I think he met her on an airplane, just just kind of completely random. But I could be wrong on that, too. At least I didn't get his name wrong. <laughs> no, you, you didn't get his name wrong. I just, that's what a random personal thing to ask about a Pac-12 Network broadcaster. Well, I thought you might know that. What's, what's know. Roxy Bernstein's dog's name? <laughs> I've been asking, I don't know. I've been asking all these questions today that no one's prepared to answer. Jeez. All right, oh, so there's mine. Uh, Austin, why don't you go next? We'll have right. Gordon wrap it up. Uh, be third today. Uh, Tony and I just did this today, so I thought it would be fun to run this back. We're starting an awkward Thursday duets or solo karaoke day. Oh, I like it. <laughs> and uh, today's initial edition uh, was a Coach Lou and Coach O duet, oh, according to uh, the Righteous Brothers. Love it. Whoops, except I got pushed the right button. That's embarrassing. Here we go. You never close your eyes anymore on those 40-yard kicks. We don't want field goals without touchdowns to save no soccer game. And all my friends left the party because I forgot queso for the chips. Do you guys sell the reefer? We do not, no. You're trying hard not to show it. You're not getting a look at my playbook. For baby, the name what? The Bayou Bengals know it. You've lost that losing feeling. That's what happens when you go undefeated. Whoa, that losing feeling. I ain't lost a damn thing. You've lost that losing feeling. Now it's gone, gone, gone. Whoa, whoa. Gone, gone, 
gone. Kind of like your coaching career and your broadcasting career. Now there's no undefeated teams except for LSU. Hey, keep it down. I'm singing a song here. Thank you. Clemson got beaten the final, but they were lucky Carolina didn't get the two. Two? You're right. When you get in a pole boy, you always want two of them. It's the year Bama fans are crying. Saban's a baby. And baby. Yeah, what? Pac-12 refs are still lying. Oh. You've lost that losing feeling. You're damn right. Whoa, that losing feeling. Thank God I'm no longer the coach at USC. You've lost that losing feeling. Now it's gone, gone, gone. Whoa. Yeah, so is Joe Burrow. He's going to be the number one pick. You know, your voice sounds like someone's trying to call on a cop through a pick a fence, man. I always tell you, when you ever get a single rise of blood, you better sing with good. You better get a good spread. With the diamond of the bayou, you better make a strip boat and give it everything. Yeah, that, that's the bayou Bengals way, baby. Well done, Austin. Very Austin well and, done. Uh, and Tony, that was really good. <laughs> Coach Lou and Coach O. Oh, actually, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, Coach yeah, Lou yeah, and Coach yeah, O. Yeah, you guys put some, there was some writing involved there. Hey, didn't Coach O meet his wife on an airplane? I don't know. How, yeah, how well, did well, Coach O did, meet his wife? I just wife? saw on Twitter today that he, he just got divorced or filed for divorce. Oh, jeez. Wait a minute. I think Austin was just making a lighthearted joke, and then bam, Gordon uh, punches us in the face with a little reality. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to make what's, a joke. Uh, what's, that's very serious. What's but. the marital status of Dabo Swinney? <laughs> Complicated. I don't know, but one thing I'd be sure he'd probably praise God on his way to telling the story. Amen. Can I get an amen on that, brother? <laughs> All right, oh, man. All right, Gordon. Yeah. Last but not least, your selection today. Yeah, mine. My selection is uh, my partner Jake Scott, who is the only man on earth that I know of who would get. Pro bowling mixed up with a pro oh, bowler. Really? Let's get to the audio vault, though, Tony. Here we've got a former pro bowler who apparently now is a lingerie, uh, lingerie league football coach. Is that right, Lloyd? That's correct. A bowler? Clark. What, is, what does bowling have to do with football? Oh, well, a lot, actually. Uh, just ask Mike, I, I, yeah, Mike Sanford. I talked to Mike Sanford. Yeah, he's he, at length about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, we had, a, we had a very long conversation. <laughs> apparently he's flipping out on the refs, though. Hit it, Lloyd. Boy, it says on here pro bowler. <laughs> yeah, he's a former NFL pro bowler. You like, didn't write NFL pro well, bowler. It just says former why pro bowler. Why in the world would a guy that bowls for a living coach lingerie That's football? That's exactly what I asked you. Well, put two and two together. That's exactly are you, are you what I asked right you. Now? No, I'm not. I just want to strangle I you. I want right to strangle now. you. It says on here pro bowler. This is awesome. This yeah, Pete is Weber, awesome. or whatever that guy's name is, he's now coaching the lingerie league. <laughs> Says, that makes sense. Here's what it says on my sheet. Former pro bowler, <laughs> now lingerie coach, <laughs> Gary, Gary Clark. Clark. <laughs> on reps. Okay, all so right, here's now, the thing. First of all, I'm going to defend myself. No, it said pro can't. bowler. And second of all, Tony and Lloyd love to make fun of me over this, but neither one of them caught it either. Tony went on to some 
thing about him and Mike Sanford, <laughs> and I specifically asked Lloyd what bowling had to do with football, and Lloyd said, I don't know. So how is it me that that gets uh, ridiculed no, no, on this? No, Lloyd when, did not say that. Neither per, neither one of them. You asked, it. "Is this right, Lloyd?" Lloyd said, "That's correct," because you're reading the paper. And Lloyd I said, typed. "What does bowling have to do with football?" <laughs> Jake, I hate it's to Gary tell you, Clark, brother, though. but I've got to throw in with Lloyd on this one. They are pro, just as culpable as me. There was no way that you could you could even stir in your mind. Pro bowling with when he writes pro bowler. Why didn't he write former NFL player or former NFL pro, pro bowler? He's coaching football and his name's Gary Clark. He's well known. But why did why did we describe it? Why didn't he say Super Bowl champ? Why are we picking the Pro Bowl to identify him by? Who gets who gets introduced as pro bowler? Nobody. Lot, it's NFL player, former NFL player, Super Bowl champ, former Lisa's pet name for me is bowler. Former Washington Redskins player. I mean, why pro bowler? And by the way, Gary Clark sounds like the name of a bowler. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a bowler. What See, does that now, mean? When, when, when Jake was giving all those excuses there, did he sound like the little kid in, out in Little League Baseball who's playing right field and the, 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 the pop-up comes his way and he loses it and he says, the sun was in my eyes, the glove was too big, I have a knee injury. He's making too many excuses. So I, far I, too many excuses. Okay, I made the mistake. It's such a perfect story. I made the mistake and I own it. I should have known better than to think it was a pro bowler. But neither Tony nor Lloyd caught it either. So, well, so Who wrote it? Lloyd wrote it, yeah. but I well, asked he, Lloyd. I said, "What does bowling have to do with football?" Lloyd obviously wasn't listening because he could have just said, "Duh, well, he wa- dummy, it's football." And he's like, just, "That's right, <laughs> pro bowler," or just whatever he, he says. He wasn't listening to you at the time. It's uh, his mind was drifting a little bit, but he wrote it and he thought it made perfect sense. A pro bowler now coaching football. Why could he say former NFL player? I, I, Why does he have to say pro bowler? <laughs> How what recently a, had you had the Mike Sanford thing where Tony just badgered him about bowling? I have. Was no that clue. recent to this? Uh, probably. Like I within can't. the last month, wasn't it? Before this happened, <laughs> I could have. So you had a football coach on talking about bowling. Why I don't know why, but Tony asked him questions about bowling repeatedly. Then Lloyd wrote former pro bowler about coaching football, and then you connected. Pete Weber somehow to that. I don't <laughs> see when I see the term pro bowler, I don't think of a bowling alley. I think of <laughs> I think of a professional a bowler. No, <laughs> coaching football. I asked Jake. what bowling has to do Jake. with football. I asked Jake. that very Jake. question. Jake. It's amazing. Jake. Jake. To quote the great Paul McCartney, "Let it be." Just let it be. It's such a perfect story. We had uh, a a different staff member think that a cat burglar was somebody that swiped cats, which I think this is is better than that. Pro Bowler is better than that. Who thought that? I don't know. This was a long time ago. Okay. Uh, All right. It is the big show. Coming up next, we have our Moments of Madness. Are we in the Elite Eight today? No. Or the Final Four? Four, Final Four. Coming up next. All right. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This 
is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. But Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and uh, 1280 The Zone. Gordon, we have some breaking movie news real quick before we get into our moments of madness. Paramount, Paramount Pictures has postponed the June 24th release of Top Gun Maverick. The film has been rescheduled for December 23rd, 2020. Uh, this according to the Megaplex uh, Twitter account. The delay honors requests by foreign film fans and markets disrupted by the current health situation. So if you were going to go see the uh, the Top Gun reboot, you're going to have to wait about six months. Well, that's yeah, there have been other movies that uh, have been pushed back as well, and uh, for good reason. I mean, look, uh, you, you have a blockbuster on your hands and you want to release it at a time when people can safely enjoy it. Yeah, makes sense. By the way, you can follow uh, the Megaplex on Twitter at Megaplex Theater, at Megaplex Theater. And it seems like a good time to tease the fact that we do have the movie zone tonight with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser. Did you guys do a poll question this week? Uh, yes, poll question this week. Most inspirational or motivational movie you've seen. And by the way, Larry Tassoni, film buyer for Megaplex, will be on to talk about that announcement you just uh, talked about, Top Gun and all the other movies that have been delayed or postponed. As Love well. it when Larry comes on the movie yeah. zone. He's great. What a what a fun job, by the way. Oh yeah, that's that's the dream, right? I'm there. interested to ask him how he's been doing it from home. Right, that, that'll be really interesting to find out. That's cool. So we'll stay tuned for the movie zone. What's your most inspirational movie, Gordon? Yeah. Your answer would be, I know mine. Oh, uh, boy, inspirational. Uh, what's yours? Homeward Bound. Great answer. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, it, that what, Chase really learned some lessons. Was it? Chance. Sorry. Chance. Wasn't that Michael J. Fox? Was yeah. it Michael J. Fox, Roseanne Barr, and uh, and Jack Palance? Yep. No, not Jack Palance. No. Was it not Jack Palance? No. Well, I don't think it was Jack Palance. I'm going to look. No. It was, uh, I swear it was the guy that uh, was the Sasquatch hunter in uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Whatever. Uh, He's a legend. Not for that movie, but that's what oh, I Oh, you're right. You're right. It's Donna Meach. Donna Meach. That's Meech. right. It's, it's Donna Meach. And it's Sally Field, not Roseanne. I was way off. Oh, wow, yeah. Sally Field was yeah. Sassy, the cat. Well, tune in tonight. Hopefully so, Sassy. So Homeward Bound for you, Gordon. How about Homeward Bound 2? Was that inspirational enough? No, I'd go with, uh, uh, well, uh, I mean, there's so many, but one that uh, stands out because I saw it again recently was uh, The Legend of Bagger Vance. I like and, that movie. Uh, yeah, at the end, when when I think there's a real lesson there about being honest and and not cheating at golf and not mm. cheating at, not cheating. Mm. At I hope somebody named Gordon was paying attention. <laughs> uh, just uh, just be honest, honest with others, and honest with Gordon's yourself. the type of golfer who disappears on the hole because he's basically playing the other fairway, and then when you finally putt out, you go, oh yeah, I got a, uh, I think it was. 
mark me down for a three. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> I think I birdied me, that one. You're getting me mixed up with other people. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, time for our moments of madness. We're in the final four. We have our first final four showdown today. Uh, first, though, let's find out uh, the results from yesterday. Austin? Yeah, yesterday uh, we had the one seed Nova upset of Georgetown in 1985 up against the two seed George Mason's final four run of 2006. Gordon won't like this, but George Mason advanced with a 61.5% of the vote. Wow. Preposterous, ridiculous, but whatever. But isn't, <laughs> isn't the George Mason, that's not the gunshots one, right? No. no. That's, the, that's, the, the, that's in the matchup today, right? That is, yep. This yep. is my new favorite, the, the gunshots I'm excited because uh, this side of the Final Four, the two two seeds of that side of the, uh, on okay. that side of the bracket. All right. Uh, you ready for uh, the two-seed matchup, Gordon? Yeah. All right. Uh, of course, uh, one participant, that George Mason Final Four run in 2006. Denim Brown, three to go. Denim Brown, 4-3. No good by George. The dream is alive. That's a pretty good guy. I like that by George. You're, yeah. you're mocking it, Gordon. Yes, I am. You don't. Why? Why are you mocking it? Are you ups, you're, big, you're upset so. about Nova losing? Yeah, a little bit. That that, that was that was just unbelievable, and, uh, and whatever. I mean, I, I'll go with the popular vote. Whatever, whatever the people say. This is really affecting you. <laughs> it was <laughs> just. <laughs> it was <laughs> just. It was astounding. That Villanova upset. But the, I mean, that was the worst call in the bracket. That Brent yeah, Musburger true. of just saying, "That's it, they've done it." <laughs> it's that true. was the play-by-play. That was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. All right, George Mason in 06 going up against 2016 Villanova's buzzer-beating win. Gonna go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins. That that call just to for the championship right there that was pretty yeah. amazing yeah, and then that was. then follow it up with the shotgun blasts and uh, <laughs> it's just incredible that that might be my favorite Pico's Pete Pico's Pete fire he was happy <laughs> he was a big Nova fan <laughs> was was it Pico's yeah, Pete or was it was it Yosemite Sam I don't know what... <laughs> oh man that's funny all right so there you go uh, it's up on the Zone Sports Network's Twitter get on vote. We'll have our second Final Four matchup uh, tomorrow, and then we'll have uh, we'll crown a champion on Monday, Tuesday. Yes, we will. Tuesday. And of course, the Final Four would have taken place this weekend, right? Which is it is taking place this weekend, right exactly. here on the big yeah, right on the Zone Sports <laughs> Network Twitter account. Oh, yeah. that just bummed me out all of a sudden. Yeah, all right, well, thanks, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, just all because Georgetown's lost to Nova didn't make it, huh? That was that was the most remarkable upset I think I've ever seen in the NCAA tournament. Glad but. we put this thing together. <laughs> yeah, your enthusiasm for Good this. Good thing I didn't put too much work into it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what crap call do we have tomorrow? <laughs> Garbage. We got sports to talk about, right? (laughs) All right, stay tuned. Big show, more coming up next 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hard to believe tomorrow is Friday, Gordon. And, and we said this last week, I, I mean, weekends don't really feel like weekends, but tomorrow's actually Friday. It is Friday, which means uh, I'll have my list ready to go. Uh-oh. And uh, what was that? Did I hear a groan? Well, no, I just said, uh-oh, because I'm a little concerned. Because uh, Now, I do love Gordon's list. It's one of my favorite parts of the week. Don't get me wrong. But with no sports out there, I just uh, I get a little nervous that the the list can get a little uh, a little loose. Well, it, I mean that's guaranteed. I mean, if well, what know, how involved about, is Chester going to be in this week's list? Oh, just mildly, just a minor role. But what I worry about is the intro to the list because that's when it gets really crazy. Well, you should because Austin. you said some pretty horrible things yesterday that I think are going to make it into the. <laughs> I think the intros the are intro. like three minutes long right now. Yeah, <laughs> I got to cut it down. That's going to be the best part. <laughs> oh well, it'll be good, and we'll have lots of fun. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you want to say thanks to Sam Amick for jumping on with us, Mark Amicone, uh, Blake Strong of the Strong Automotive Group. It's been uh, it's been a fun show today, Gordo. And I'll try not to uh, to absolutely bushwhack uh, Sam Amick next time with some obscure question. You did. You did <laughs> blindside Sam a little bit today. Who's the 43rd ranked uh, free agent available this summer? <laughs> Sam hear, rolled, he handled it well, though. He rolled you with You hear it. him typing on his computer in the background, you know, looking up uh, what he thinks. Yep. It is kind of a less than – I mean, it's a, it, there are a lot of available free agents, but it's not – overwhelming the names on that list there's there's a number of good players all right that does it for us it's the big show we'll talk to you tomorrow on a friday right here on 97.5 and 1280 the zone